Hello everyone, I'm Pastor Rick Hawkins of Quest Church in Norman, Oklahoma. I want to thank you all for joining us today. This podcast is going to be informative, insightful, and inspirational for your life. Listen every week because we'll have a special word just for you. Genesis chapter 49, verse 22. Let's stand for reverence of God's word. Genesis 49, 22. Joseph is a fruitful vine. A fruitful vine near a spring whose branches climb over a wall. There's only two kinds of vines. Creeping vines and climbing vines. With bitterness, archers attacked him. They shot at him with hostility. But his bow remained steady. Remained steady. His strong arms stayed limber because of the hand of the mighty one of Jacob. Because of the shepherd, the rock of Israel. Because of your father's God who helps you. Because of the almighty who blesses you with blessings of the skies above and blessings of the deep springs below. Blessings of the breast and the womb. Your father's blessings are greater than the blessings of the ancient mountains. Your father's blessings are greater than the bounty of the age-old hills. Let all these rest on the head of Joseph, on the brow of the prince among his brothers. I'm going to take our text from verse 24 and I'll read it from the message Bible but he held steady but he held steady under fire his bow firm his arms limber with the backing of the champion of Jacob the shepherd the rock of Israel a call for consistency you may be seated a call for consistency. In verse 24, we find these two words, remained steady. The idea of consistency or being consistent remained steady. You know, there's something very impressive about a steady person. Steady means firmly fixed. Consistent, the word consistent is very akin to that. Consistent means unchanging in nature, unchanging in the standard, unchanging in effect over time, un changing in effect over time. Consistent means steady in every season. Steady in every season. Defining consistency is an easy task. Being consistent is another story. 
being consistent is not always glamorous. It's not always attractive. But it is always necessary for your well-being. Consistency is actually a bit mundane. But it always matters. Most anyone that has enjoyed any level of success will tell you that the key to success is consistency. Someone once said consistency is what transforms average to excellence. Consistency is what transforms average to excellence. Another quote I found concerning this word consistency that I thought was powerful. Consistency makes the raindrops to create holes in the rock. Whatever is difficult can be done easily with regular attendance, attention, and action. Consistency. I said the other night that practice does not really make perfect, but consistent practice makes permanent. Be careful that you are consistently doing the right thing. I'm going to keep talking to you, and I'm going to get five amens before I leave here today. I'm just checking you. I ain't going to preach it. I'm just checking you. Be careful that you are consistently doing the right thing. What you do consistently builds your character. What you do consistently builds your character. To understand the power of consistency, you must consider the perils of inconsistency. Genesis chapter 49 is an interesting chapter because it, in essence, is a patriarch prophesying over his sons. I'll take it a bit further. The patriarch Jacob is predicting his son's future. Diction is words. Pre- is before. Prediction is putting words before the future. You can word your children's world. He is predicting their future. And he predicts each of their future based on the character they have established. And in chapter 49, he begins with his oldest son and he gives a great example of inconsistency. He looks at Reuben and he says, Reuben, you are my firstborn. You're my might. 
You're the beginning of my strength. The excellency of dignity. Reuben, you are the excellency of power. But you, Reuben, are unstable as water. Therefore, you will not excel. You will not excel because of your instability. You will not excel because you are inconsistent. You're unstable. Inconsistent to the point of being reckless and unbridled. You'll learn to appreciate consistency when you find a restaurant you can depend on. I don't know about you all, but when I find my joint, I just stay with it. That's <laughs> my spot. If it's good, I'm going to keep going. And if it's good, the next time I'm going to go back again. And if it keeps being good, I'm going to keep on going. What I can't stand is to find a restaurant and you eat at it and it's great. And you tell somebody about it to the point that they want to go. And they're looking at you like if it's so good, why don't you invite me? Then Giovanna and I has had this happen to us. Then you invite them to go with you. And you sit down expecting it to be as good as it was last time. And they bring the food out and you hear your guests say, the steak is kind of cold. And then you have to say, well, we can get them to warm it up. It's a shot at hope of things changing. But then they make this remark, and it's tough too. And then you think, man, I wish they would just stay consistent. It's like parenting. Inconsistent parents produce inconsistent results in children. My dad, when he would get on a subject when we were young, he'd just wear it out. And you would think, how much can you say about that subject? And I'm tempted to do that about inconsistent parenting. But I'm going to forego it. Let's just jump on emotional inconsistency in a marriage. Oh, maybe we want to skip that one as well. Don't know that you don't know about that until 
till you lived it and, and you don't know who you're coming home to. Be careful not to giggle too loud. Don't send off too many signals. Your partner's sitting next to you. But you don't know. I remember a season like that in my life where I just didn't know who it was going to be today. <laughs> Is it going to be sweetie pie, honey, honey? Or if it was going to be somebody throwing plates and stuff? Not, not, not Giovanna. not talking about Giovanna. talking about a previous life. And until you've been in a relationship like that, you can't really appreciate a consistent partner. Can I help y'all this morning? Lord, Lord. Quit being Jekyll and Hyde. Stop being this lady on this day. And the next day, because you went through something, you wake up the next morning, and there's only one person for you to take it out on. And that's that old boy next to you. <laughs> Brothers, I'm trying to help y'all, and I ain't getting no amens. Let me switch over. Brother, show your wife some consistency. Neither one of y'all saying amen, so I ain't going to help your marriage. You just deal with it by yourself. I tried to help you with your kids. I didn't get no amen. I tried to help you with your husband. I didn't get no amen. I tried to help you with your wife. Didn't get many amens, so y'all deal with your family by yourself. Well, there's nothing worse than inconsistency. Can you say amen to that? Inconsistent friends, right? Friends are like shadows. They stay real close to you as long as the sun is shining, but the minute you walk through a dark season, inconsistency shows up. You can't find them. The definition of inconsistent is something that is not uniform or not the same throughout. It's not the same throughout. When I saw that, I thought to myself, huh, God is something else. As a matter of fact, there's one thing that God refers to himself as, and that is consistent. Malachi chapter 3 verse 6 says, I am the Lord come in this building and I'm not like your daddy. I am the Lord and I'm not like your wife. I am the Lord and I do not change. Well, we stop right there. The rest of the verse says, therefore, y'all are not consumed. In other words, I got a reason to tear y'all up. But I'm not going to do it because I'm consistent to my character. I am the Lord and I do not change. 
Hebrews 13, 8, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Pastor, give us an example of consistency. I just did. God the Father and Jesus the Son is the greatest example of consistency that you will ever have in your life. If you look to your spouse, if you look to your friends, if you look to politicians, wherever you look, you're going to find inconsistency. But when you look to God, you can believe this, that when you are faithless, he remains faithful God says, I do not change. You can count on me in the good times, in the bad times, in the dark times, in the day times. You can count on me. God says, I am consistent. Can you give a consistent God a good praise just for a minute? He's consistent. Is this practical enough for you? Somebody told me not long ago, Pastor, I wish you would preach more practical messages. I'm, I'm obliging you this morning. I'm giving you a very practical message. So practical, I'm going to tell you this. You need to learn to be consistent at being a Christian. Is that practical enough for you? Deep revelation. Here it is. Be consistent at being a Christian. Christian living boils down to two things. How you live and how you love. Christian living boils down to two things. How you live and how you love. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4 verse 1. Paul writes to the church and says, as for other matters, brothers and sisters, we instructed you how to live in order to please God, as in fact you are living. Now we ask you and urge you in the Lord Jesus to do this, what? More and more. For you know what instructions we gave you by the authority of of the Lord Jesus. Hmm. Consistent in how you live. Pastor Rick, how can I be consistent in living this Christian life? I've got three words. Are you ready? Follow the instructions. It's that simple. How can I be consistent in my Christian life? Follow the instructions. Now, if you want to get somewhere, you need directions. But if you want to figure out how to put it together, you need instructions. We live in a time and a generation where everybody wants direction, but nobody's asking for instructions. If I need to get somewhere, give me a map. Right? But if I want to find out how to live, give me the manual. If I need instructions, I need a manual. The manual is your Bible. 
The B-I-B-L-E is full of instructions on how to live a godly life. And Paul tells the church at Thessalonica, follow the instructions we gave you about serving Jesus. Good stuff. How to live. Secondly, be consistent in how you love. I'm coming after you now. Just get ready. Verse 9 of 1 Thessalonians 4 says, Now about your love for one another. I don't need to write to you, for you yourselves have been taught by God to love each other. And in fact, you do all, you do love all of God's family throughout Macedonia, yet we urge you, brothers and sisters, to what? Do so more and more. Live your life holy and blameless more and more. Love each other more and more. Everyone say consistent. Be consistent in your love. Hmm. John 13, 35, Jesus said, By this shall all men know you are my disciples, by your love one for another. 1 John 4, 19 says, We love because he first loved us. Whoever claims to love God, yet hates his brother or sister, is a liar. Hmm. For whoever does not love their brother and sister whom they have seen cannot love God whom they have not seen. And he has given us this command. Anyone who loves God must also love his brother and sister. Can I help you? We are in the family of God. You don't get to choose who you hate in this family. If you say you love God and you hate somebody in the family, you are a liar. Pastor Rick, I have a hard time loving them. Jesus has a hard time loving you. It was so hard that he had to be nailed to a cross for your sins. Talk back to me. Love ain't never been easy. Love ain't never been a road of just rose petals and just easy living. No, you're going to love somebody in a marriage. You're going to fight for that love. It ain't always, some of y'all are on easy street right now, but let me help you. There's a right turn coming soon. And you're going to have to love them through some stuff. I'm preaching better than you preaching back. Everyone say consistency. Consistency is the key. How to live and how to love. Be consistent. Do so more and more. Let's get to the text. All of that was introduction. I called Josh this morning and I said, man, I have opened up something here. One word, Carrie, Elder Carrie, one word, consistency. And I told Josh I could preach on it for the next five weeks. You know, you can't build with people who are not consistent. 
You can't. You can't have a happy marriage where people are not consistent. Shoo. You're not going to enjoy high levels of, cons- of success until you've learned to be consistent because consistency involves discipline. Woo, woo. High-level successful people are the most disciplined people you've ever seen. But let's get to the revelation of the word. Say this with me. I choose to be consistent in the face of all contradiction. The text says in verse 23 of Genesis 49, with bitterness they attacked him. They shot at him with hostility, but his bow remained steady. Consistency is checked when it faces something that has the potential to derail it. I've lost y'all. I have lost this church. Y'all need to come in this building. Just because we ain't got the B3 screaming and me running don't mean I ain't saying something. Sometimes you need to get on a subject where you just sit down and hear it. Consistency is checked when it faces something that has the potential to derail it. Jesus said in John 15, 4, remain. His arms remained steady in the face of hostility. Jesus said in John 15, 4, remain in me as I remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. The King James Version uses the word abide. Boy, do the Greek etymology on the word because it means to abide, means to endure without yielding. To continue in a certain place. To be consistent in your call. To remain stable. Remain stable. So this idea of being consistent means you have to learn to be steady when the archers are after you. When they attack you in hostility, you have to stay calm. I'll say it another another way. When all hell breaks loose in your life, stay calm. Stay consistent. Integrity is being the same on the inside as you are on the outside. Integrity is very much akin to being consistent in your character. In other words, everything can be falling apart all around you, all over you. Circumstances everywhere, but you are who you are consistently and with calmness. And Jesus said, abide, endure without yielding. Be consistent in your character. I was reminded of old Sennacherib in 2 Chronicles chapter 32, verse 10, when he attacked Hezekiah. 
but Hezekiah didn't let it move him. Woo! Sennacherib was the strongest enemy Hezekiah would ever face. And he operated through the art of threats and intimidation. And the Bible says in verse 10 of 2 Chronicles 32 that the intimidator, Sennacherib, the king of Syria, said to Hezekiah, what are you basing your confidence on? That you remain in Jerusalem while you're under siege. Whew. Where are you hiding for refuge? Where are you fleeing for protection? Where is your confidence coming from that you remain in Jerusalem? I came by to tell you to get you an anointing like Hezekiah that says this, stay consistent to your call in the face of a threat from the enemy. Stay consistent in your call in the face of any contradiction that comes to your life. Woo, Lord have mercy. Everyone shout it again. Stay consistent. Stay consistent in your profession and confession of Christ. Don't change what you say because of what you see. Don't change your faith because of what you feel. Be consistent. I don't know about y'all, but I'm tired of inconsistent people. They hear one day, gone the next day. They show up, then they don't show up. They tell you they're going to do something, then they change their mind. Woo. You can't build with people like that. You need people that say, come hell or high water, I'm going to keep my praise high and my problems low. Come hell or high water, I'm going to worship in the face of warfare. I choose to be consistent in the character of Christianity. I'm going to worship the God I serve no matter what I'm going through. Seeing then that we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast. Let us be consistent in our profession. Hebrews 10, 23, let us hold fast to the profession of our faith without wavering. A double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promised. Be consistent with your conviction. Be consistent with your confession of faith. My God of mercy. And I'll end it on this, and I can do it in five minutes. I appreciate it. I need it. And I love you, and I'm going to receive that. Love you right back, and God bless you. Love it when people talk to me like that. Ooh, girl, I don't know who you are, but God bless your soul. I know somebody listening today. Genesis 49, 24. Listen to it again. His bow remained steady. He was what? Consistent. People firing at him. He's living in hostility, but he remained steady. I got here in Norman, Oklahoma, five years ago this month. I said to myself, 
I don't know what I'm walking into. Then it took a while to get convinced. Just going to be real with you. It took me a minute. The first time I ever pastored white people. I'm just telling you. We had five white people in my church in San Antonio. We had 4,500 people and five of them was white. I'm sorry, I was just talking about that movie with Steve Martin. I forgot the name of it. Where he's, he's white, and he said, I was born a poor black child. <laughs> I forgot the name of that movie. Anyway, that, never mind, don't watch that movie. <laughs> but anyway, it's a different world, y'all. Can I help you? When you pastor Hispanic people and black people, it's just a different world than pastoring all white people. Boy, it's quiet now. All the white people are going... Something wrong with the white people, Pastor? No, I'm just telling you I hadn't pastored white people. That's all I'm saying, and it's different. I mean, when, you know, I could get in my church and say, I'm here to talk to you today about Big Macs. Ha! And everybody say, talk, Pastor, about the Big Mac. Tell us about the Big Mac, <laughs> And then I would say, to all beef patties. I ain't talking about half beef. I'm talking about all beef. Talk about the Big Mac pasta. Special sauce. Talk about the sauce, Lettuce, cheese, pickles. Oh, talk about the pickles. Onions on a sesame seed bun. Oh, he said sesame seed bun. Boy, I came up here, I started preaching like that, and I'm, I'm expecting that, right? The pastor is... Talking about Big Macs, babe. <laughs> I'm being, I'm exaggerating. But let me just show you something. I couldn't figure it out. Is that being too vulnerable with you? No. No. 25 years of pastoring, sweat, running, yes. jumping. Yes. To let's just be calm. Amen. Amen. Took some getting used to. No, nothing's better than the other one. They're both great. Wonderful. But I had to adjust. And I said, God, tell me how to pastor these people correctly. And you know what the Lord told me? I ain't going to talk to you about shouting, running, screaming, clapping, nothing. So I called a man. 
from Tulsa. And I said, how? He said, Pastor, let me tell you something. The Lord is speaking to me to speak to you. Two words. Be consistent. Just be consistent. If you just keep showing up, if you just keep, no, no preaching style, ain't about that. It ain't about response. It ain't about preaching style. It's about just being there. Can I help y'all with that? Nobody wants to follow leaders who do not show up. And I'm not talking about just show up here. I'm talking about show up strong. Are y'all in the building? And it's the same with you husbands and dads. You got to show up consistently. Let your children find you praying. Consistently talk to your wife with words of affirmation. Consistently let love dominate your life come on talk to me in the building all cultures and colors can say amen to that Woo. so the Lord told me plainly it ain't about any of that it's about you being consistent I got one more point I ain't gonna give it till next Sunday no, it's the clincher too. I mean, if I, if I preach that point, the white people are going to be running. So I'm not going to do that. I don't want y'all to hurt yourself today. I bet I lost every white member in this church. Today. Don't take it personal. Hey, every cookie needs a little bit of vanilla extract. Did I just make it worse? Oh, man. Consistency. Just be consistent. And here's what I learned from this church. The nucleus of this church has taught me what I'm preaching to you today. I look at Guys that bring donuts every Sunday, David. And he's consistent. I look at men like Tommy McGregor, shows up Sunday after Sunday. Pat, Michelle, just taught me, hey, it's just about being consistent. Tracy, Stacy, just be consistent. Don't be in and out. Don't be flaky. Come on, church, talk back to me. Just stay consistent. I told one guy that I worked with, I said, man, getting consistency out of you is like nailing jello to the wall. <laughs> you can't nail jello to the wall. encourage you. Consistency pays off. Consistency brings its own reward. Let's stand. Because I want to get to that last point so bad I don't know what to do. But I'm not going to do it.
when I was praying about this, I saw the United States caught in a maze of inconsistencies. Y'all just missed that right there. I'm going to say it again. When I was praying about this message, I saw our nation caught in a maze of inconsistencies. There's nothing consistent. Don't get caught in that trap. Are y'all hearing me? Everything is not going to always be easy. You be consistent. It's going to be difficult. Be consistent. You're going to have trouble in your marriage. Be consistent. People are going to freak out in your family. You stay consistent. Lift your hands, please. Father, I pray for a pace among these people.